Hey there, I'm Jesse Hall, and I'm your host for Business Elite Brevard Edition, the podcast that brings you all of the influencers, innovators, and industry leaders from right here on the Space Coast. That's right. We are live from Space Coast Podcast Studios right here in Melbourne, Florida. I'm your host, Jesse, and uh, we have a very exciting topic today. Um, one of my, my favorite people at the port is joining me, and uh, we're going to dive into that real quick. But again, you're listening to Business Elite Brevard Edition, the podcast that brings you uh, innovators, industry leaders, and influencers from right here on the Space Coast. Because there's a lot of things changing, and, and these are people who may not be in the news, but they're making moves behind the scenes. And I'm so excited to have Wayne joining us. There's so much going on with the port, Wayne. And uh, real quick, I have this uh, this video that we're just going to go ahead and preview real quick because it really shows what's going on over there. And if you want to narrate over the video, go for it. Yeah, absolutely. Visions of our deep water port. Uh, cruise ships mm -hmm. it's good to see them uh, on the video and they are back it's our cargo container terminal fuel and we'll talk about that that fuel capacity as well yep we'll touch on that every one of our six cruise terminals have been are either brand new right. or they've been uh, renovated in the last six, seven years now. Yeah, and then here's a, a, that picture of uh, Cruise 3, which was just designed for Mardi Gras. Yeah, brand, brand new, ni as nice a terminal as it is in the world. Yeah. We've also just re redone the whole inside of the Disney terminal, made it about half again as big, and it's a wonderful terminal. Yeah. Now it looks amazing. Terminal 1 for Royal Caribbean has the largest ship in the world ties up there. I see Doug and... Uh, Bob. Bob. <laughs> the, the, the two... Uh, the two SpaceX um, retrieve, uh, retrieve vessels. Retrieve yes. vessels, yes. And let me t tell you, there's a lot of lines to secure those boats. <laughs> that's a that's a job, and that's a tradition. People uh, waving, um, watching them come and go, inviting people. Yep, it's it's probably one of the only. It's it's very unique in that case because I sailed into Florida and I sailed into Miami and other ports. There's a note there that that's a liquefied natural gas barge that mm -hmm. brings in the fuel for the carnival uh, new ship the mardi gras it's the first and only lng fueling of a cruise ship uh, in the united states yeah yeah we're going to talk about that because that's that's very exciting for people who don't know it's very exciting and we're going to we're going to explain lumber why. lumber lumber <laughs> we got a lot of lumber bringing brought in and distributed throughout the region through our port yeah because you're known as more of a, a bulk cargo port right. Yeah. I'll explain the difference between that and other ports. And of course, the Navy base, the submarine yep. base. Yep, the, the northern quarter of the of the whole um, port uh, is, has Navy presence. Got one of the largest cranes here. There is some cargo done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's uh, SpaceX where they land the uh, on the drone barges there, drone ships. They land the Falcon 9 rocket, and we, we pick them off from uh, from the barge. And again, commercial fishing's been Sp probably one of the longest going industries. Right. Yeah, yeah, the in original. The that's the original yeah. industry really here. We have more recreational space at this port than all the other ports in Florida combined. Wow. 
And who can forget the launches? Yep. A little insider uh, secret. I like to go on top of the parking garages where nobody else is. Yeah. You get a good vista. One, one yeah, of the easiest that, boat docks right there. As You're, nice a ramp as there is anywhere. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And you still have some, some natural green space, you know, like Jetty Park, which is also yeah. nice. Now, we're talking about this as well. You see the sheriff's boat, but there's lots of jurisdictions there. Yes. You have yeah. Space Force and then the Coast Guard, Coast Guard, Police, Sheriff, yeah. um, CBP, you know, Customs I mean, Border Protection. We've got all kinds of people. There's, yeah. I mean, you know, so that that, that jurisdiction, I mean, how, how does that share? Yeah, and I'd love to talk about that. Yeah. Well, let's talk about you first. All right. Um, you know, we're we're gonna get into present day. You know why you, why you chose to be, um, you, you know, in, in in your proper title is commissioner, right? Right. Um, and what district are you with? Uh, d- currently, district three. District three, right? So, so to, make, to make a point though, yeah. Um, the port, unlike the county, right? I mean, we're the same level as the county, mm-hmm. and we have five districts, right? But where, whereas I might represent a district, and somebody else represents Titusville, and somebody, everybody votes for everybody. Right. Port. Okay, so when it comes up for election, mm-hmm. the Titusville votes for me, just like Cocoa Beach and Merritt Island. Uh, uh, you know, so there's right, 250,000 right. people that, that you got to touch, and it's not just your district that you're representing. It's really the whole port district. Right. And the county in general. Oh, and, yeah, the, yeah, it's the northern yeah. half of the county. Yeah, right. But, but then, of course, it's the county. It's the region. It's, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and that's pretty unique in itself. Yeah. Wow. Though that's, to be honest with you, that's how I think the county should be. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so, about you. Wh- okay. where'd, you uh, where'd you grow up? Okay. I'm a New York City. Okay. Uh, Staten Island. Oh. New York City public high school guy. Cool. Um, New York Giants fan forever. Yeah. Yanks, Knicks, Rangers, you know. There you go. Um, been some tough years. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> but um, had a chance to go to, um, go to the Coast Guard Academy mm-hmm. and uh, spent 37 years then in the Coast Guard. Um, That's a career. Goes like that, though. I'm sure. Uh, wonderful, wonderful opportunities. I'm a ship guy. Mm-hmm. I was on six ships. I was captain of four of them. Wow. Uh, last one was a destroyer out of San Francisco. Uh, most of my time in Florida, mm-hmm. uh, Key West, a couple of different times on ships out of there. Uh, a lot of drug, drug, a lot of drug seizures, a lot of migrant interdictions. Sure. And uh, a lot of search and rescue. And, and it's just the, Miami, you know, the, the Caribbean, mm-hmm. Florida is by far the busiest voting activities in the, in the whole nation. Of oh, of course. And and so it's great to be down there if you want if you want business. Yeah, um, no kidding. If you want to get to work, you know. No, and, and, um, and, and the keys are beautiful. Uh, when you say yeah. search and rescue, uh, did you find anything that may have been lost in the Bermuda Triangle? Is, it, is that a thing? Is a Bermuda Triangle thing? <laughs> it, it absolutely <laughs> is. <laughs> I, I, I spent years in a search and rescue coordination right. center plotting to find people who, it's, wow. it's all, the, all about the Gulf Stream. Right, right. And you break down the Gulf Stream and you're gone. Yeah, gone. I mean, you're gone up to Maine. <laughs> well, people, all, people don't understand that that's yeah. a very fast moving yes. current. Yeah. And when they say, you know, and 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 yeah. and off of, um, for instance, you know, because there's been you know small vessels. You know, we had a couple of kids that that were never found um, right. in Jupiter. Yeah, tragic. Because yeah. you get you get down to uh, Palm Beach County, where yeah. the the peninsula is as far east as it can go. That's right. And you're only about a half an hour away from that. The Gulf that, Stream that is Gulf right stream. there. You can exactly. see the Gulf Stream from the beach, literally. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And and it's just the horizon's just this big, you know, mm-hmm. and um, and it's unfortunate because that, when they plot a search, 
they have to take into account that oh, if yeah. they got as far as the Gulf Stream, yeah. now you're talking about 30 miles every like oh, hour. Yeah, and, not, and not, not to do a, a boating safety spot here. Right, but, right. But file a flow plan. So tell somebody where you're going. Right. If you know, if you're not back, make sure somebody comes looking for you, or, or tells the Coast Guard you're missing. Exactly. Because it's it's every second counts when you break down out there. Precisely, uh, but because especially if you capsize, yeah. then you're just yeah. you know, yeah. and then, then the yeah. time just starts to shrink, and that yeah. that window of, of getting recovered is is yeah. um, it gets more and more uh, crazy. Anyway, to get off that tangent, yeah. I'm glad I'm glad that you confirmed that the yeah. the Bermuda Triangle is still a thing. People are still wondering because yeah. oh, you know, we we haven't lost yeah. a ship in a long time, right? But the the migrant certainly in you know, 37 years, I'm sure you saw that big surge from both Haiti yeah. and Cuba and all that crap. It was actually one of the first boats, the Mario boat lift back uh-huh. in 1980. Oh, wow. Picking up Cubans. You know, 120,000 people got brought in during that that one. Wow. Um, the 90s, the mid-90s, Haiti and Cuba. Right. Uh, I, I can tell you a story. Getting down there in the dead of night, mm-hmm. 12 miles off the coast of Cuba, pitch blackout, and and still flat calm water and right. we turn our searchlight on and as far as the eye could see there was people on inner tubes and people on rafts and people like in three generations of a family hanging on to a bunch of inner tubes wow and and, and we, you had to pick them up you had to save them you had to of and, course you know, and, and we could only take about 500 people on my ship mm-hmm. and you want to take more because you know, you know, well, you don't want to leave some people stranded, but but you can only have so much room, you know. And right. So, yeah, I mean, I've, I've just been through that, and and I've been through two hundred people on a forty foot sailboat off Haiti. Wow, you know, people stacked like cordwood on, inside yeah. the boat. I mean, I've seen all that desperation, and and I've been through that, and it it it's, it's a real challenge. And our nation has to manage it. Has to manage our borders. Right. Yeah, and. Um, and, and we'll we'll see. You know, I don't want to get too too political because uh, we have a lot to share today. But certainly, you know, it, we just had uh, something recent where currently there was some uh, Cuban refugees, you know, trying to yes. come in. Oh, yeah. um, but it happens all the time. Yeah, so, yeah. Because let's be honest, you know, I mean, it, it's it's only ninety miles away from our southernmost point, and uh, and it's really close to us. And I promise you, if if Cuba had, and I tell this to people all the time, if Cuba had different policies, they are the heart of the Caribbean. Yes. I mean, there's no bigger island, no, no, right. you know, who's just yeah. central with the Caymans and Jamaica. I mean, they really could be that place of commerce and industry and, and everything else for and, the and Caribbean. It's beautiful. I've spent months of my life in Guantanamo Bay. Oh, did you really? Absolutely. You know, uh, it used to be that's where we'd take our ships for training. Right. You know, and now, and now, and now it's became, became a prison camp yeah. as it needed to be with all the terrorists. <laughs> yeah, no know, kidding. But, but, but spent a whole lot of time there, and, and mm-hmm. that, it's just wonderful, beautiful um, natural beauty mm-hmm. um that it's 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 a, it's a really a, a gem that's not ex- not used like it could be it, and it's and it's unfortunate but you know the people who are able to go and and i'm glad that we've we've been getting more lenient you know on mm-hmm. the commerce going yeah. back and forth because before um i've known some doctors you know you, you know you have to get that special exemption and usually as a as a doctor or or you know some other uh, classes some other industries they they do allow you of course military or whatever else ambassadors and so on but the but the majority of of people weren't really allowed and then we had a cruise ship that was able to go right no, and yeah, i think yeah. there was like two of them right a norwegian yeah, or yeah, something yeah, yeah there was one out of miami and we actually had one out of port canal for a I while remember. And, and that was always full that was <laughs> i mean 
and I was really excited. I, I, that was one cruise I didn't want to miss yeah. because I would love to go and hang out where you know Ernest Hemingway and 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 see just all those uh, classic cars yeah. that you know um, yeah. that that the people have restored and and just kept you know going. It's it's like going back in time. I've yeah. heard you know. So anyway, and I'm a big fan of cigars, so of course <laughs> I have a <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I have right. my own agenda when I go there. Um, so after the Coast Guard and you you had some privilege of uh, visiting the White House and consulting with there. Tell us about I, that. I, well, I did. Actually, it was in the middle of my career. Mm-hmm. I was lieutenant commander, and okay. I was uh, chosen to be one of the five military aides to the president. Wow. Uh, Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines, Coast Guard. We mm-hmm. all, there's one of each of us, five of us. We take turns carrying the, the emergency satchel for the president. Oh, wow. And, and then you travel. When you're on duty, you travel within his... Uh, bubble, mm-hmm. you know, with it's a doctor and you and and the Secret Service guys, and then mm-hmm. it's the president and, his, and the first family or whoever's with him. Right, right. And so you spend a lot of time on Air Force One, a lot of time on Marine One, a lot of time at Camp David. Right. And uh, in three years, I kept track of my miles. We went around the world ten times in, th- right? in three years. You know, fr- you know, from Japan to Russia to South America to everywhere in the world. Well, if you weren't on government uh, supported. Aircraft, you would have uh, had a lot of miles. You probably, you probably <laughs> own right. half a Delta right now. <laughs> That's right. But it was, it was a wonderful opportunity. I had a chance to right. work for two different presidents. Right. I got a chance to see an election. And, wow. and the... Um, well, and actually, to be honest with you, I had a chance to, to get to know and work with Colum- uh, General Powell. Oh, he, he, he was the chairman of Joint Chiefs at the time, yeah. but tr- did a lot of traveling with us. And uh, an incredible man and, and, and a loss to our country. He was, he was a wonderful. Yeah, yeah. No, that was, that was a severe loss. And uh, I guess it's kind of appropriate that, that you're here and, and, and acknowledging yeah. that uh, today, yeah. uh, the day after. Uh, but let's, let's learn more, Wayne. Uh, okay. You actually retired with quite the rank. So, so tell us what yep. that meant to you. Yeah, I mean, I stayed in, and I, and I had the op- honor to, to be promoted to an admiral, two-star admiral, um, which means you get to spend time in D.C. and do all mm-hmm. the policy stuff, wow. but also uh, put together the billion-dollar budgets and, and spend the money, you know, make decisions on new ships and planes sure. and all that sort of stuff. Then I also had a chance to be out in the field, and I ran the Coast Guard from New Jersey to South Carolina, wow. and, and, and all that in there. Um, and so it was, uh, it was a great, great, great honor to serve. It sounds like a privilege. Yeah, like yeah, I mean, you, you had some privileged places. You yeah. know, I mean, you, you were able to see the dirty work, but yeah. then you're also able to, to, to make policy change, and, and yeah. that's got to be very rewarding. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Know? And I'm sure you're still consulting yeah. in that capacity. Or, yes. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exciting. So what made you choose to uh, campaign and, 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 you know, look for a commis- commissioner position at the well, court? That's... <clears throat> I think the key word is naivety. <laughs> okay, <laughs> well, that's honest. <laughs> um, you know, I met some people, yeah. got into in, interest in politics, and, and met some people. And uh, one of the commissioners, sitting commissioners at the time, mm-hmm. uh, Tom Weinberg was his name. Okay, he just retired a couple years ago. Um, he said, "Oh, Justice, you'd be a great poor commissioner." Why don't you run? Mm-hmm. And I thought about it, and I said, "Yeah, I would be a great port commissioner." Right. I mean, I mean <laughs> thirty-seven years in the Coast Guard, and I, you know, that, that that the port part's pretty easy. You're, right? pretty, you're pretty qualified, <laughs> right? But, but he goes, "You got to get elected." And I go, mm-hmm. oh, "All right." You know, I have no idea what it means to get elected. Right. Well, you know, I ran against a, a sitting commissioner, so you know, so I, I spent about eight months mm-hmm. knocking on doors and and you know raising money and putting up signs oh, and yeah. all those things that you have to do to get to, to get to beat someone who's already in office incumbents are tough and, and so so i did it you mm-hmm. know and 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 you hit the pavement and you're not and you knock on the doors and the, the dogs prowl at you and you know yeah people slam and all that stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you put your cards out and you right. and you stand on the side and you and you raise your mm-hmm. signs up and all those sort of things and i i it was it was i won't say it's fun but uh, you got to do it 
and and then you do it and you get elected mm. and then it's worth every every second of your time because right. and I'm, I'll say this and I'm seven years into it now right and and I have grown to love our county love mm-hmm. this region love the the growth to potential and and it's when I first got in everything was kind of stagnant right and that was you know post-shuttle and all that stuff and, and everything was and remember we were closing schools mm-hmm. you know I'm talking right. you know this is at night you know this was 16 whatever right um but but we boy we we're on a you know upslope and yeah. and and now we've gotten through the COVID piece mm-hmm. and and it's really exciting times here and we we'll talk about that yeah well um and no and and that's that's a great segue into what, what's current you know so and thank you for sharing you know some of yeah. the, the past and the, and the history because I, I think that's I think people need to be aware of just what kind of expert and and authority we have here i mean we're, yes. we're we're blessed to have a two-star admiral i mean that's yeah. well, i mean not too many ports to i'm sure have <laughs> that that, right. that privilege of having someone of, of such um i mean that's, that's someone who not only knows the maritime yeah. uh, aspect of what's going on but also has a good idea with with policy and budgeting and, right. and making sure it's it's operating at, at its at its its best you know at its peak performance yeah. and doing what needs to be done to to ensure a, a a vibrant future and being yeah. one of the most successful ports. Yeah. How many? Um, and, and nineteen, I guess, is the last time. I mean, we, it was right. very robust. How many yeah. visitors would you say are coming through there? Well, you know, I mean, just the cruise passengers to, to, to get a context for nineteen. You know, right. we we had over four million passengers coming and going. Wow. Okay, you know, we are the second. You know, it's Miami, us, and Lauderdale are the right. top three uh, cruise ter- uh, cruising terminals in the world, mm-hmm. in the globe. Right. Uh, and we, we're just a little bit high in Miami. It's a lot lower. It's a little behind us. But right. a whole lot of people going through. But the main, as well, I mean, those, those four million people meant, you know, $109 million of revenue in 19. Okay. Wow. With no cruising, that meant $38 million of revenue in 20. I mean, I mean, so there's, you know, you're talking 60, 70 million dollars that was that that you know our revenues right. they don't they go only one place and that's back into our into the region into the port into the you know into the right. in the area here, and so that's money that didn't get spent and jobs that weren't available and and sure. goods and services that weren't provided and all that so that's all that sort of world that got shut down mm-hmm. and uh, it, it, you know and the first thing you got to do is tighten your belt like everybody did but I tell you what it was tough up tough at the port laid off half our people um, and had to focus on cargo and focus on making enough money to pay the bills right and not make any more bills <laughs> right. you know and and get and get through it yeah you gotta and, get lean yeah and and, and and as well though work really hard at the highest levels in right. in, in state of uh, Florida you know in DC mm-hmm. working with the CDC trying to get back you know trying yeah. to get cruising back because you know and, and anyone who's been into the in, into the cruising world mm-hmm. that is as safe as clean as regimented environment as there is anywhere i i t- i tell people this you know all throughout you know to, for for the cdc to to come down as hard as they did on the cruise industry and here's why i worked on a cruise ship there is one staff one crew to every one three passengers four passengers i mean it's mm-hmm. a very tight ratio Every single one of those crew have a responsibility to keep their department clean. I worked right. in spas and and, and, I, and I did other things, and so you know we had to be meticulous uh, because you know we were of the services we were offering. And um, but it was the same thing with the salon, yep. you know, and it was the same thing with the galley, and it was the same yep. thing. And you have these housekeepers, and you have the you know you have all these people that are cleaning 
all the time mm-hmm. using you know commercial <laughs> disinfectants yeah. and, and so on yeah. yeah it's 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 comparative to the uh, patient yes. uh, staff at like a hospital yeah, absolutely I mean, they're, they're using the same products right. the, anyway yeah the yeah. The, I mean, the cruise industry is built on people being well. Yes. You know, it's too much to their advantage mm-hmm. to have you well and having fun on your ship, right. not to, to get any sort of, you know, sickness or whatever. And so, you know. Of all that, the places to, yeah, to, to yeah, punish. To, right. Yeah, that, like, that was just wrong. That, <laughs> yeah. Like that industry is, is yeah. th- I mean, they're meticulous in what they do. Yeah. I mean, to maintain a ship yeah. takes lots of man hours. But that said, you can get into the politics. Not right, that right. I will, but, you know, it's, it's, a, red, it's a red state Right. Business, I think. I think. I think. CDC was um, was a little premature yeah. with, with you know some of the the direction they were given. It's it's an ov- It's an easy target. Of course, it's easy to shut it down. Right. And, and you know, we've done something. You know, all you've done is you know hurt people with jobs. You know, and and but. not for nothing. You know, uh, crew comes from right. all over the world. Right. right. You know, so now you have to now now they have to send three thousand yeah. people from every single ship back to some. Outer region in the world, the Philippines, right. you know, right. is, is a big For, one. South know, Africa, South America, South, you know, Brazil. all over Europe, everywhere. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and so now you have to like send all these people home, which is a right. e- huge expense for the cruise industry. I mean, so people don't yeah. really get the logistics. Right. And then letting the ships are laid up. I mean, if those ships aren't making money, they're they're significantly losing money. Those things don't don't, don't run for free. I remember seeing five boats yeah. off the coast and in March and April yeah. and yeah. in June of last year, and they just sat there. Yeah. And you know, they're running. The yeah, generators are running, you know, yeah. the, you know, the, the stabilizers, everything, it has to, you know, be maintained. So the, all those engines are working right. and, yeah. uh, and they would come in for fuel and then it would yeah. go back yeah. out and let's get to the good news. You know, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So we're, yeah. we're, we're all past that. You manage yeah. that very well, I think, yeah. because now we're, at, we're seeing a lot of commerce coming back to the port, which is very exciting. Absolutely. Um, and let's talk about Mardi Gras and the LNG technology because yeah. liquid natural, um, uh, gas is not only cheaper, but it's domestically produced. Correct. That's right. Tell us more about that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Look, financial gas, the 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 fuel of the future for right. the cruise industry, and also for uh, the commercial space as well. Yeah. The, ro- the rocket industry is going to be using it using it more and more. Mm. It, it's cleaner, cheaper, made in the United States. Uh, it's safer, really, than than gasoline. Mm-hmm. And so, we have uh, all the new cruise ships. So right. Mardi Gras, brand new ship billion dollar ship uh takes 500,000 gallons of it we've got a barge that comes in from uh savannah georgia with a mm-hmm. million gallons of it on board fills up fills up to mardi gras and away they go next year disney one of disney's three brand new ships wow. the first one comes in next summer nice and it's going to be lng powered very cool uh, and and so you know all new ships under construction for the, any cruise line mm-hmm. are, are going to lng because traditionally it was it was diesel for the longest time right right yeah, and, and, and heavy heavy bunker, and that's dirty heavy yeah really heavy duty yeah. Oh, yeah. i mean it's black it's soot yeah. you know coming off the stacks yeah. and well, well and that is no longer allowed mm-hmm. so either you got to spend a whole lot of money to have a scrubber system that scrubs your exhaust right or you burn clean fuel right. which is a whole lot better to do exactly so. and uh and it's much it's it's nicer to you know when you see a boat leave yeah. you don't see that that smokestack you know uh, uh exhausting all that that uh, carbon filled you know right. waste um no it, it, i think it's brilliant and you know i'm wondering because the propellant used for rockets mm-hmm. has always been like a, a liquefied oxygen or something else right there's but 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 it's also there's also a uh, it's not 
propane is whatever kerosene or something yes but it, but liquefied natural gas is it can be used mm-hmm. as well right and and both blue origin and spacex uh, mm-hmm. have are are, are Using getting it and using going to be using it up there. So again, the demand in this region mm. for that fuel is going up, right. and so that's the the, the key. Then I, I know the one thing about the port you talked about, mm. you know, our job, our job commissioners and, and our senior leadership is not talking about today or tomorrow. Right. It's about it's talking about five years from now, ten years from now, where we're going to be, what we're going to do, and we, I mean, we are. Well, five years ago, we started getting ready to have the LNG now, mm-hmm. but the future, of course, is going to be to be able to store it. Right, transmit it here, uh, eventually to produce it and wow. store it and transmit it here. You know, I mean, I mean, you, you've got to be thinking that down that road to uh, to be able to meet the demand that's coming. Well, because I mean, it, it, Savannah's not that far. Yeah, yeah. And that it's works. probably like a, what a twelve hour. And it's absolutely commute. and that's and that's because they have a huge production place up there. It's so much right. cheaper to produce right. it up there, and it's it's cheaper to, to ship it like that than it is to try to produce it here. Right, right. But in the meantime, we can store it. Yeah, you know, we, we bring it down, store it distribute it locally you know yeah i'll float it and uh because you you do have a a a pretty good fuel uh capacity you know you have a lot of cylinders out there uh there's there's a place to put the 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 cryogenic yeah (laughs) cylinders to store the stuff yeah yeah that's amazing um so it looks like we're we're looking good for the next you know 10 15 20 years as far as uh adopting to a new technology and right. and of course you know it looks like the, the manufacturers of, of ships are also all lng you know pro that's lng where, that's where and, going right yeah and um and so with that with that cruising i, I really want to get another number uh for our listeners yeah. uh what what's the capacity how many how many cruise ships can can the port really handle well because there's some we're, days where we're, there's we're nobody gonna, yeah we're going to find out um this next year uh-huh. we have more stops, turns, we call them turns, you, uh-huh. know, you know, in and out, uh, scheduled mm-hmm. than we've ever had. Okay. Okay, so um, 2019 was you know, our, our biggest year, but there are more stops scheduled. We've got more ships, yeah. and we've got ships that they're doing the three-day, four-day, mm-hmm. some seven, a right. couple of five-five-twos, whatever, right. um, because we have brand new t- another terminal that's open, so we've got mm-hmm. six uh, working terminals now. Wow. And then the key is going to be to you know to optimize them to use them yeah. um, uh, as, as as much as we can. Yeah. Right now we've got uh, eight ships running out of the port. Mm-hmm. Next month, uh, November, we've got two more ships coming. Cool. Um, so we'll be up to ten. Uh, Mardi Gras is sailing with over four thousand people. On wow. board, I mean that—that's about eighty percent capacity, right? Uh, Seventy-five, eighty percent capacity. Um, the other ships aren't—they're like fifty percent right now. Mm-hmm. Disney's Disney—they're uh, being a little more cautious, just ramping up slowly. Sure. But we got Disney running, Royal Caribbean running, uh, Car- Carnival, and also mm-hmm. a new company, mm-hmm. um, the MSC, the Mar- uh, Mar- Mediterranean mm-hmm. Shipping right. Company. Okay, they've got. Uh, a cruise ship here, and, we've, and they actually a newer, bigger one's coming next month. Going to take change out the Davina. Right. Um, that's exciting. That's it's very a, exciting. It's a, it's a new European flavored right. um, company, and for cr- people who cruise mm-hmm. regularly, they they're always looking for a different experience. Of course. And so we're going to offer that to them. And as well, the no- Norwegian comes back next month too. So yeah. the, the, our five cruise lines coming out of here. And the Norwegian is, uh, you know. That, that is kind of like that classy, like celebrity class, you know, where it's a little more sophisticated, more inclusive, 
you know, little, yeah, yeah, yeah better. I mean, it's right. It's right. You know, we there's Disney, right? It's Disney, you know, and then and everybody else, you know, has their has their business models and, and ways right. of doing and doing it. Well, know? Royal Caribbean is more yeah. about the experience. Yeah, you know, they have yeah. you know the shows, yeah. they have the in, you know yeah. the 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 onboard of race, you know, ice skating yeah. rink. You know, it's more about yeah. the the experience and the vacation. Of course, you know, once you go to Coco Key, you know, there's there's some more for family. More yeah. for the sophisticated couple, yeah. you know, and and the, the trend is, is you know, the other reason is so more people coming because the trend right. is larger ships, right? And so all the it's just more efficient to put more people on one ship than to have smaller ships, more more ships, and these ships now have again you you can the experiences that are available mm-hmm. are just from A to Z, and right. and you can do as many or as little as you want and mm-hmm. as, as many people or as no people. I mean, right. th- there's that side to it, which makes it that much more attractive to, for, to take more people uh, and to, to have the experience. And so how many turns in 19? What, what do you see, to, to answer the question, how many like... Oh, shoot, you know, I don't have that number off the top okay. of my head. You know, what would you say it's like but, but, but 19 it's, a week, 19 turns? I just 20? don't, I, I, that's no a problem. Great, great question. No problem, I, because but, I would... But, but I can tell you like I, I, on, a, on a, the highest day possibly, six ships, we, we have... Every now and then we get six ships, one at every terminal. Well, six and times seven would be like forty <laughs> turns. And that, so you're talking capacity. You're talking, um, you know, thirty-five, forty thousand people right. get off and get back on. Amazing. And every one of those ships needs to have fuel. Yep. It needs to have food, Provisions, water, you know, yeah. all that sort of thing. You know, and and uh, they're all crewed. One of the uh, I almost make this point because mm-hmm. I did, I, our our port staff and right. local community. You talked about having to work with the community. The way we got ships back as quick as we did right. was that we set up vaccination spots at our terminals, mm-hmm. and the ships would come in with a thousand crew members, right. and we'd vaccinate, you know, eight hundred in a day, wow. sort of thing, and right. and and, and then they then they're ready to go, you right? Know? I mean that, that sort of thing. So you, you work in that way with, of course, we had to have the local community to do the vaccinating, and we had right. to have the security with the you know and all that sort of stuff, but but it, it, when you do that, then you get up and run again, right? Yeah. And that's the key, and 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 you guys have done a tremendous job. You know, great great turnover. I've been paying attention. Not everybody may, but I'm I'm very passionate. You know, uh, right before COVID, we were launching the Space Coast Portcast, which was our our new podcast concept that is is very hyper local. I mean, it just concentrates on the port itself, yep. and because there's so many moving parts in the port, and that's what people don't get. So going off of the the cruise ship. Because that's a that's a big player. Let's right. just be honest. I mean, you know, cru- the cruise industry is a big money maker, big revenue uh, point. But you guys also have uh, cargo, right? And we're going to talk about different cargo because right now you're not only unloading boosters like we saw in the video, but you're also unloading uh, bulk product. So right. let's let's talk yeah. about what that industry uh, means for you. A couple of different things we get. Um, obviously, fuel. There's a big fuel farm there. Mm-hmm. Every literally every drop of gasoline that Brevard County uses comes from the port. Yeah. Okay, comes in, stored, gets distributed. Wow. Every drop of aviation fuel for the international flights at Orlando Airport comes from our port. Wow. Okay, so, uh, but of course that hasn't been as high because we haven't been flying domestically or internationally as much as we have, but right. it's going to come, that's coming back. Of course. We have uh, aggregate, little rocks. Little rocks come in, get put in the back of a truck, and they go to the I-4 project. Mm-hmm. And they've been doing that for 10 years. Well, And they're going to do it for 10 more years. <laughs> right. Because right? the I-4 <laughs> project never ends. Never ends. <laughs> so we got small rocks. We've got slag. We bring slag in. It's a byproduct mm-hmm. of steel. It's used in concrete building. We bring mm-hmm. it in, and we export it uh, again uh, locally in, mm-hmm. in the region. Uh, our biggest product this year, 
10 times over what we had three years ago is lumber. Mm-hmm. We, we can't bring enough lumber in right. fast enough. We can't distribute it fast enough. It's everywhere at the port because the demand for lumber, the construction in our region mm-hmm. between Jacksonville, Orlando, and South is unending. Wow. And, and, and it's, uh, it's something to see. It's something we just, we're just a data point here, but that lumber comes and goes. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Um, and salt. Salt. We got salt. Martin Salt. Is, yeah. You know, we, now we like sea salt on our dinner. So they've, yeah. they've, they've expanded half again as much as they used to because mm-hmm. because America's great. The, the demand is up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know. Um, so, uh, and then Ambassador Services, that's our biggest stevedoring company. Mm-hmm. They bring in frozen food, mm-hmm. frozen food from South America. Ship fulls, ships full of so frozen food gets brought in, gets repackaged and distributed all over Walmart. You know all, all the all the distribution distribution centers, and it's uh, it's n- another good business. And 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 those are many brands or just one brand using that facility. D- many brands, different brands. So they just know. white label the product <laughs> and put different labels on it and send it yeah, to and grocery it, and stores, it, and it goes out. Yeah, that's yeah, fascinating. Yeah. It's. Um, well, it's like a lot of stuff's like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and then one of the resources is Jetty Park. You know, yes. you, you oh can, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, we, we're committed to uh, to the recreational side to, uh, up to the port. Right. Uh, Jetty Park is this nice uh, park. It that the campgrounds. It's six months out to get a spot there. I mean, that's right. how nice that place is. We've got the ramps. You know, all that sort of thing is all, mm-hmm. is, all is all part of, of it's good. What, what I do want to talk about one of the other things as you mentioned earlier. I'm very, we're very proud of. Our, we take our security very very seriously. Right. We're an open port. Most ports you can't do what you do at our port, mm-hmm. and with that comes a risk of, you know, it's just oh, it's an open port intrusion. Yeah, yeah. You know? And yeah. so, uh, between the sheriff and and the Department of Defense Security and and the uh, CBP and the Coast Guard mm-hmm. and 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 the City of Cape Canaveral and all the people that work, all the players, right. we, and then this comes from my Coast Guard days because this is what you do. Right. You 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 get along, you do your drills, you do your you make sure you have communications, you you know, and you're staffed right. properly and you're trained properly, and and you take it dead seriously, right. and 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 those anybody to go take a cruise, anybody who comes to our port is going to be is safe, right. and, and we spend a lot of effort and time, and in fact, let me see, just last night, mm-hmm. uh, I, I we have I play in an old old man's basketball league, and the sheriff <laughs> plays with us, yes, and I know the sheriff very well because of that, and right. we're elbowing each other, but <laughs> but we're also in it together, sort right. of thing, and and very committed to making sure that we have a safe port. Well, one of my uh, friends, he's he's a deputy, okay. Um, yeah. One of his areas of expertise was in the dive capacity, mm-hmm. and okay. he would do search and rescue, and 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 uh, and very, you know, that's a very tough uh, position. Uh, but he would also do the mitigation, the terrorist mit- mitigation, mm-hmm. and dive under cruise ships looking yeah. for you yeah. know anything malicious or whatever. Right. And and I thought, man, that's pretty fascinating. You know, just just to go under a six hundred foot vessel and yeah. and you know to scour the the hole and and, yeah. and and so there's there's a lot of things that do happen that people right. just aren't really aware right. of what's going on. Right. You know, and, and and also the port acts as a gateway into the Indian River Lagoon through a lock system, which I guess is right. being uh you guys been you know, that's one of your big campaigns, letting people know, hey, yeah. you know, we're doing maintenance oh, on yeah. that kind of you know thing. I recall, but maybe you could confirm or deny this. Is there going to be a fixed span, or is it always going to be a drawbridge? Well, they right, haven't that, decided yet. Okay, with, with, but there's going to be something new. Right. That, that's that's our most important okay. transportation infrastructure issue with the port. Right. Is that it's going to be a higher drawbridge, or we would prefer to have a, a an overpass. Right. The, the thing there's on the overpass is, um, you, know, you just you, you got to have enough 
you, you can only have so steep, you know, so it, to get it high enough. And, and it, well, you know, you, you, know, you got to allow <laughs> you got to allow the sailboats, right, of all kinds of heights. I mean, right, to granted, be yeah. I think to to navigate yeah. uh, na- navigable um, height, I think is what like thirty five feet for a mast or something. It's, yeah, something like forty five yeah. feet anyway, yeah. but. You have to accommodate, you know, the, those sailboats. Right. But in the meantime, drawbridges are, are so cumbersome. Oh, and, and, and well, it's, the maintenance. Yeah, and, and it's just the, 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 the slowdowns and traffic, and all that stuff. Uh, all of it. Yeah. It's coming. Yeah, and, I, and uh, as well, the 528 widening is coming. That's all part of the whole package that we are gotcha. very much supporting. Right. FDOT, our, our local uh, tra- TPO, transportation organizations, everybody's right. getting behind that and make sure it happens. I'd like to... Um, if you can sh- want to shift and talk about the other thing that th- what's excites us the most gets back to commercial space. Right. Um, yeah, let's talk about yeah. the, uh, I mean, we, we have a couple uh, re- retrieval vessels now. Yes. Let's yep. talk about what, what's, yeah. what SpaceX I mean, is doing in the port. I mean, SpaceX came in f- four years ago, whatever, mm-hmm. you know, and, and what's happened in the last three, four years, you know, commercially, the space in, in this region mm-hmm. is just beyond the pale. Right. It, it is, the fact that that rocket goes up 300 miles east of our port right. lands in, in a somewhere lands in lands, on, lands on this you know no one's on this drone ship it's just you know the barge is just sitting out there in the middle of nowhere it's autonomous it's no autonomous, captain no captain no, that's and, so wild and, and it, it can drives itself <sighs> and it sits out there and that rocket comes and lands right in the middle of that thing completely independent not driven touched by anybody is is a marvel of mankind uh, absolutely these, these days absolutely. And, and, and then it gets brought back in and we have the tallest crane in the country to mm-hmm. lift that off and lay it down and we do it routinely now and 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 it goes from vertical to, to yeah, horizontal gets, on a flatbed right and, and, yeah. and that flatbed drives itself you know that's amazing. spacex spacex is is well and like all it's these like companies. from a sci-fi novel yeah and all these companies are all in right and spacex is is there um blue origin's coming i mean they're, the, the they're, new they're, glenn and yeah that, that yeah. new glenn rocket which is half again as big as a falcon 9 wow. it's going to land on a ship also going to need to be craned off, right? And and that stuff's still coming. And and right. you, you ask what keeps what keeps you motivated and around because you want to see you want you want to be ready for that stuff. Of course, you know we've got we built a new uh, cargo terminal specifically for to use to move those heavy loads, mm-hmm. uh, making sure that our port is, is ready to 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 meet the capability, right. have capabilities for the requirements that these guys are going to have. Yeah. Um, and, and of course that gets you involved with NASA and with Space Florida mm-hmm. and, and all the people that work in it. And, and it, again, it's another great, our community is great about that. Right. And, and you said you had Frank DeBella, you talked to Frank. Um, yeah. You know how, how, how important all that inner workings has to be and we're, we're a proud partner in that world. Yeah, no, it's, it's amazing. Let's talk about um, some of the support from uh, Tallahassee. Okay. Uh, recently, the the governor has I, f- I feel like he's visited a couple times oh, in the last routinely, year. Yeah, he yeah. Comes there I all mean, the time. it's like it's like he he, he he loves he, this place. He was very uh, aggressive again, supporting right, pushing the CDC to get us open again. I know, and yeah. and and, 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 and I loved him advocating yeah. on behalf of the cruise industry because yeah. you have to admit that's a we are, we are a tourist state. That, oh, yeah. I mean, you know, without tourism, I mean, there, there's only so many commercial fishermen, you know, there's only so many, you know, actually like manufacturing and, and, and other industries here. But let's be honest, you know, we have all this coastline around the whole state, mm-hmm. including the Keys. And, you know, and we have more coastline, I think, than uh, more than California or any other state in, in, in the country. Except Alaska. Well, except Alaska. Right. Yeah. You can't compete with them. Yeah. But, you know, but they're also half the continental United States right. in mass. So let's 
so but when you look at all the beaches and everything else like it, it makes sense to protect those industries mm-hmm. um and yeah. i'm so glad he's an advocate because yeah. without someone in tallahassee who has the the, the mind and, and the wherewithal yeah. like okay guys let's let's not ruin a billion dollar industry yeah um and uh but but there was also an influx yeah. of uh, of capital yeah. that you guys received and, and what he's what they've done and it's it's been wonderful to work yeah. we specifically uh, worked through uh, his secretary of transportation secretary T Balt yeah and and he's we are we meet like every day talked to him literally yeah. but the point is um, there is COVID relief money from the federal government right. that was sent to the state of Florida put in the transportation pot and it's. You know, it's for you know for recovery. Mm-hmm. Well, for recovery for us means uh, we've got projects that haven't gotten done. Right. And so um, we got on the north side. Right. You look from Fish Lips over on the north side there. Mm-hmm. That whole pier that all needs to be redone. And we've right. got a project ready to do it. Shovel ready, as we say. Right. Well, um, that money you know came in. Mm-hmm. Uh, our hand goes up. We're right. ready, and 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 it and it, and it came our way. Awesome. So we received some COVID relief to to take care of some of the um, hundred million dollars we lost last year. Right. But that money, you know, all we do is turn it right into. We just turn on a project, mm-hmm. and 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 that means it goes right to our regional local construction people and all mm-hmm. people from here who work on it. Right. And 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 gets going on it. So uh, we can't thank the uh, state of Florida enough. Yeah. Well, they understand yeah. what, what what the port means, yeah. um, especially a, a port as busy as us. Um, like you said, you know, Port Everglades, Port of Miami, um, also big uh, yeah. contributors to the economy. Right. And uh, and and if and if any of these ports were to then be compromised uh, without funding or anything else, I mean, and forced to close or lay off people, well, who's going to receive the you know the ships? Who, who's going to yeah. you know uh, facilitate all all the other commerce? Or or do we just say you know what? no more fuel coming in here i mean that's going to affect the space industry i mean it's and it trickles down to the local economy so you have to understand what that means it's it's a loss of jobs it's a loss of revenue it's a uh, loss of uh, tax dollars and uh let's let's be honest you know without taxes the state doesn't function so it's it's a it's a whole ecosystem that we have to protect and i'm so glad that tallahassee has that wherewithal uh in in their head well we're getting to like 45 minutes and i and i know we're we're sensitive and i want to get you out of here let's spend the last five minutes talking about the future okay um there's a lot coming up yep. and uh and i know there's a lot to unpack here but let's talk about first the aquarium project okay um what's that going to look like when we break yep. ground and, yep. and how, yep. how big of a space and you know we again one of these things that it's been four years in the works right it, you know works really um uh, keith winston the head of the brevard zoo good friend mm-hmm. start with the whole idea hatched up years ago and was making progress and again i blame covid but once covid hit right. it everything shut down so we lost you know 16 17 months bottom line is just two weeks ago mm-hmm. uh we signed an agreement with the brevard zoo right we, we uh, they've got a, we had a lease agreement mm-hmm. and uh 14 acres on the river wow uh from our of our port property mm-hmm. is going to be turned into an aquarium uh you know a research right uh, uh research and development educational and a tourist type of thing um there's you uh, the, know the the i think it's what's at the brevard or the the aquarium project.org is the website yeah and and that's going to be um we're really excited about it right They've got to raise capital funds. They've got a capital funding project. It's going to start December full bore. Mm-hmm. But this this community, this region, absolutely, we know, I, I we know, right. we're confident that they're going to raise the money, and it'll be 
two years before they break, start breaking ground probably okay. to get all the funds up and right. and to get all the detailed planning and all that stuff. And you right, get right. the permits and all this, all that stuff, right? But the land's there. The the wherewithal is there. The energy from this community is there. And it's going to happen. Right. And you ask again what keeps you around. I mean, making sure that gets done is one of those things. It's, it's for that. Well, that's going to be a great legacy. Yeah. Um, and, and then, uh, and, I, and I, we do have some, some questions from, from the audience. Steve, hey, buddy. He's, he's asking about Brightline. Yes. You okay. know, and, and it, would, it would make a lot of sense if there was a stop yeah. uh, to allow passengers off because right. right now they're busing right. from MCO to the port. Right. You know, exactly. and, and, and Disney, I mean, yeah. I got to give it to them because they, they have the attractive coaches. You know, it looks like a cruise ship. And yeah. uh, I mean, that, that yeah. seems like a little bit of, of a stretch, you know, when, yeah. when we're motoring people, you know, east, but we're also going to have yeah. a train coming eastbound as well. Yeah. You know, not no, to have an extension or a stop. And, no question. And, yeah. and again, I mean, of course, the politics of getting a stop, right. uh, yeah, as you know, are, are it's a lot much more faster than just a port. Of course. There's, there's thousands of people who want stops everywhere. And, of course. And, you know, but, but that's Everybody's said, competing. That, that said, you know, we, you know we, we fully agree with understand. We'd love to see a stop in Cocoa. And that, that would be would work out real well. So um, I have a little insider information. Uh, Brightline does own few acres along the the train corridor what yeah. they're going to do with it we're not sure we had the mayor of uh, uh coco here on, okay. a, on a separate um podcast and michael blake he's like yeah mm-hmm. you know and and he, he he gave us like a little wink and a nod you know he's like well why would they have why would they own property if they don't plan right. for a terminal maybe in the future or whatever else yeah. uh he follows up with is it the lack of a stop um due to the port of miami not wanting competition you know <laughs> yeah. so again you mentioned politics that may or yeah. may not be uh, you know a reason you know i'm sure you know Brightline is probably looking at a lot of things i know i think stewart um and 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 fort pierce and and jupiter i mean i think there's a lot of stops along the way but then but then if you add too many stops it's 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 less of a high speed right rail and it's more of a commuter rail with yeah. a lot of stops which yeah, like turns take the new york city subway we know you know you got yeah. you got two types <laughs> yeah. yeah so it's, it's it's a difference between uh-huh. a, a three-hour trip from mco to miami or uh-huh. a five-hour trip which yeah. you might as well drive at that point so yeah. you know they have to be very picky but it would make sense because here's the thing if you could yeah. fly into miami international or mco you know orlando yeah. international and then imagine imagine this i mean i'm, I'm sure if you're a cruise yeah. guy but i'm a cruise guy being able to land go to port a Canaveral, yeah. go on a three-day, you know, maybe yeah. say like, you know, uh, uh, Western Caribbean. Uh, and then you go down to Miami and then you like to do an Eastern Caribbean. Right. And, you know, and so you could actually have multiple trips, right. never renting a car. Right. All, yeah, that's the key. All just through, all, all just through, um, you know, just using the rail system. I think that would be magical. And then eventually, you know, extending to Tampa and yeah. then doing like more like Mexico and, and yeah. other itineraries, you know, to the yeah. West. There's uh, there's a lot of magic to happen, I yeah, think. No question. Looking ahead. Yeah. One thing I will, I will say that when our strategic, when you have a strategic vision at a port, mm-hmm. ports are all about deep water right. and bulkheads. Right. Okay. And we, it's, we, you sit back and you do all this stuff. Next thing you know, you start looking, you're saying, hey, uh, we need more space. We need, it's time for another terminal, it's time for another right. whatever. And then you look around, you say, we're, we're running out of bulkhead. Right. You know, and that's when you get into this, you know, we're committed to the best use of that deep water mm-hmm. bulkhead. Right. And, and, and some of the things that we're doing, you know, I won't get into them right now, right, but, right. but, but the, our vision is to make sure that we have the ability to do the best use of that bulkhead, mm-hmm. which means sometimes it means, you know, long time leaseholder, been around a long time, paying li- very little, leases up, 
Guess right. what? Exactly. You know, I mean, in, in in the strategic vision of a port, right. you got you you got to be careful about you. You know, you can't get bogged down and tied down into the old ways. You got to look look to the future. Exactly, and we're committed to that. Last thoughts as yeah. as we come to a close. What where do you see the port in five, ten, twenty years? I mean, are we doing? Are we going to be still doing cruises? Are we going to just gonna be maintaining the space yeah. program? Because what if the space program? No, if, you know, we got Virgin. It's going to be both. Okay, I mean. The cruise industry is, is still the backbone of, right. of, of what of what the Port Canaveral is all about, sure. and that's not going away. Okay. The demand for cruising is is again like this, right. and it's and it is so many people haven't done it, and there's also the opportunity is going to is going to be just wonderful to do it. Right. But that said, we also have to be completely committed to not 50 launches a year, but a launch a day. A launch a day. That's what at, they're projecting. At least. And then sometimes two launches in a day. And so what that's going to ch- do and change to this community and, and right. the way business is done and the way uh, security and technology and, and all that stuff has to mesh together. Right. But th- the, the, the potential for growth and excitement and, and is endless when you start thinking about that. Um, and, and, and we're right in the middle of it. We're I'm, sitting right here, Jesse, right. And right on the edge of that whole thing happening. And it's going to be really exciting. I mean, imagine that. Just... All these autonomous barges off the coast, all coming in one by one. They yeah. all, they go out and back. I mean, imagine like just a st- like the cruise ships. Yeah. You know, like four, five, you know, a day, all coming in yeah. at the same time, unloading the boosters, uh, going back to the launch pads. I mean, it it, it seems yeah. radical right now. Yeah. But, but so but so did a drone ship exactly with a right. with a with a three years recovering ago. a booster. Right. And like, now look where we are. So yeah. so that that's that type of excitement. I mean, I, I'm a huge salesperson. I mean, let's let's go. Let's embrace it. Let's uh, look ahead and build what we need, the infrastructure to support it, right. and let's get on with it. You know? I, I see Virgin. Yeah. You know, the, you know, Sir Branson. I see, uh, of course, Bezos, more with, you know, oh, the Blue Origin. Big, big S- rockets. Sending Ooh. Billy Shatner up in the space, you know, I mean, so. And NASA, the airport, I'm going to say this, they, they have absolutely, everybody else, everybody's coming on board yeah. and embracing the fact that, you know, th- this train's left station, this train's going. Commer- and, and commercial. get on, get on, because that's what that's what's going on now. Commercial and uh, and, and tourist you know, space industry is yeah. is and now it's 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 a thing. Yeah. You know, we got civilians going up and coming back down the same day with Blue Origin. <laughs> we got the uh, the Inspiration Four. You know, spending uh, three days. You know, uh, orbiting the Earth. And and we just launched a rocket that's going to go spend t- 10, 20 years looking at asteroids. I mean, yeah, Lucy, you mean the, the the deep space other end of it. Right. We've got that here too. I mean, it's all it's all happening here. So it's, good stuff, Jess. I, I I promise you, there's no other port. Yeah. Doing what we're doing. That's right. How exciting is that for you? Yeah. That's why we're ever, here. That's did you ever know you were going to be here in, in the Coast Guard no. Academy? No. No. No, I, did, I didn't see this in, in the event, <laughs> but, but I'm happy to be here. It's, it's been a real pleasure. A- amen. And yeah. thanks so much for your time. I know you're a busy man, and you got a okay. lot of things operating. I mean, I, I, this, this is a two-hour episode, but okay. we'll have to have a part two one day uh, because things will continue to change, and as they are, I want you to, you know, th- th- this studio is your studio come back because i love talking port and i think our audience also really enjoys the conversation so thank you so much again wayne justice thank you port canaveral commissioner uh thank you guys so much for tuning in this has been another edition yes take a cruise take a cruise (laughs) last words i love it and uh and with that again thanks so much for tuning in this is business elite brevard edition and your host jesse hall thanks so much for tuning in it really means a lot to us uh share this uh broadcast with all of your friends and uh and continue the conversation uh we'd love to hear from you guys all right until next time take care